following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another journey together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. On the iHeart app, anywhere in America, you search The Huge Show. You can hear our podcasts and also listen live where you get mobile service. Free stream weekdays 3 until 6 at thehugeshow.net. All night, all day replay. If you miss any show, Superfly Hayes puts it together from 6 p.m. until the next show airs. All three hours will replay in its entirety. All that at thehugeshow.net. Inside this broadcast, we have a lot to talk about. Tigers update from Dan Hasty, the voice of the Tigers. High A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps will join us. Scoop Jackson on the NBA playoffs. It's fantastic. Miami Heat. Denver and the Lakers with LeBron. You know, minus the Pistons, who got robbed in the NBA draft lottery. Why have a lottery? Oh, we don't want teams to tank. Well, then I could see you you go from one to two, right? If you're the worst, you should be locked in at number two. You have the worst record, you should be locked in at number two. And I was ready for, hey, the Bulls are going to get it, right? And it's all the conspiracy in the NBA. But it ends up with San Antonio, which is one of the smallest NBA TV markets. So I threw the conspiracy window or conspiracy theory out the window. But these NBA playoffs have been must-see basketball. It's been awesome. So we'll talk to Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, one of the great NBA insiders in America. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Hashtag is Tuck coming? Hashtag our guys going? Hashtag who's your QB? Hashtag are they little brothers? Hashtag Mike Hart? It's crazy. Superfly, you know, during our Tellymore football summit, Superfly. Uh, He's proud Spartan fan and Ballas from the Wolverine.com rode in the same cart together. And Superfly would throw shots at him all the time. 
So Ballas gets mad. Oh, Caleb Love. Now he backs out on the transfer portal. He's not coming to Michigan. And then Superfly goes, why would any basketball player want to go to Michigan? And then Ballas gets his, like, Jack Nicholson shining, maybe a little bit of the Joker look in it, in his, like, crinkles in his face. And Superfly says, I'm a proud Michigan State fan. And that's with Doug Skeen, former Michigan offensive lineman, five-time Big Ten champion. And Superfly, he held his ground. And then here comes the hashtag. Hashtag Tuck ain't coming. Hashtag Tuck never was going to come. Hashtag Tuck is done. Michigan, Michigan State, the rivalry is as good as anything I've ever been around. And it doesn't matter in season, out of season, it doesn't. But I'll give Superfly credit for being a proud Spartan. He stood his ground. He almost was like a young Jim Comperoni going face-to-face with Ballas. Kind of had that feel comp from SpartanMeg.com. I think Skeen called him Compili. Hey, you guys get that Compili guy on the show to talk Spartans? We're all like, hey, Skeen, who the hell is Compili? It's Comp. It's Comperoni. Ballas and him, oh, they share a text chain. They talk about what the day is going to be like, what the rivalry is like. Chris Ballas and Jim Comperoni. If you've watched Step Brothers, it really may be the next script. Where a Michigan fan and a Michigan State fan, their families intertwine, and Comp and Ballas have to live together. And they're stepbrothers. I love being around my friends. I love interacting with Superfly away from the radio studio. But I will say this without hesitation, and I know they probably feel the same way when it comes to me, but I reach a point where I can't wait to get the hell out of there. And it has nothing to do with Tullymore. The time we spent up there is fantastic. But all of you know what I'm talking about. You have this ideology that you're going to get your friends together. Hey, we haven't seen each other for like six months, man. And you got to go do just a weekend. And that weekend could be Friday during the day. You're playing golf. You're cooking out that night, hanging out by the fire. Golf again on Saturday. Maybe another cookout. You go hit a local pub. And I'm telling you, 24 hours in, you're ready for half of your friends to move to Europe and you hope you never see them again. Then at the 36-hour mark, you're like, I'm going to go watch TV in my room. The 48-hour mark, you're like, I think I'm moving. I think I'm taking the huge show to a beach city. And then Superfly, after a few bush lights, maybe six to eight shots of fireball from the wonderful beer carts at Tullymore, decides to tell me how he truly feels about me. 
Skeen, meanwhile, former NFL player, offensive lineman, he says without hesitation, I've never seen more drama from four guys ever before in my life. The same Doug Skeen who was ready to quit the game of golf. We talked about his 78 one day. The next morning, he must have threw up a 61 over nine. I hear him talking to his wife. I think I'm going to sell my golf clubs on the way home. I'm done. And we're all together. But I will say this. For Matt Golden and the team at Tellymore, they do a great job. Book your stay and play package. Maybe keep it to two nights minimum or one night with the friends. Catch up. Have a few bush lights. Enjoy some great food at Tullymore. Music on the patio on Fridays. Most Fridays. During the warmer weather. TullymoreGolf.com. It was awesome. And it was exciting to talk about what lies ahead for Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten, and the Lions. It really was. It, you could feel it. There, there are expectations for the Lions expectations for Michigan to be a national champion that it's not crazy to think that the Lions could be in the Super Bowl that they could be the best team in the NFC that we all are there but Ballas did say 8-9 and nine the other day from Tullymore didn't he 8-9 and nine. That they're going to go backwards? No way. The fans won't put up with it. Eight and nine? 13 and four. I upgraded after the schedule came out. I'm not changing anything. 13 and four. Home field advantage in the NFC playoffs, and they will win the NFC, and they will be in the Super Bowl. Mark it down. Book it. Book it right now. I was also looking at the NFL rankings from CBSSports.com when it came to the best offenses in the league. And guess what? Your Detroit Lions are projected to be a top 10 offense in the NFL. Not just the NFC, the NFL. With what they've added on defense via free agency in the draft. Hutch, no longer a rookie. Same with Rodrigo. This is going to be special, folks. Same thing with Michigan. I know you're trying to find losses when you look at the road games. I don't think the Big Ten is going to be that tough this year. Outside of Ohio State, Ohio State will be a challenge for Michigan at the Big House. It will be the best team they play all year long. The team with the most athletes. And Superfly, after about eight bush lights and two fireball shots, started to tell Ballas that he thinks Michigan State has taken down Michigan this fall. That was the point where I called Matt Golden, the CEO at Tullymore, and said, tell the beer cart girl to turn around right now. No more for Superfly. 
because he's wearing his Spartan S hat and he wore his green little pullover and he started sending text messages to Ballas and Skeen, hashtag Tuck coming, hashtag Tuck beating Michigan 2023. That's the drama I had to live with. And when I feel that I have to be the borderline responsible adult with a group of guys, I take some pride in that, but also I feel left out. When Superfly made that prediction on Michigan losing to Michigan State, Ballas went nuts, started screaming, no way Noah Kim is going to beat that Michigan defense. Superfly, being that diehard Michigan fan, said, who's Noah Kim? Oh, I love my friends. I love my family. I love my coworkers. But there is a point, a limit, a God-given line in the sand where enough is enough when you reach a certain time when you're all together doing everything outside of showering and going one or two in the john. There is that point where I love you, but I got to go. <laughs> oh. oh my lord we'll also get an update on round one of the PGA championship we'll go through the leaderboard Scotty Scheffler off to a great start leaderboard is looking solid Bryson DeChambeau back on a leaderboard uh, Mark Wilson PGA rules official also part of the prestigious PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University. He'll join us later in the show. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel and our friends from I Understand, which is IUnderstandLoveHeals.org. In the Collaborative Lab, they have a special event tonight helping people understand mental health and how to deal with it. And it combines music with mental health. We'll give you those details and we'll hear from Vonnie and Andy. Vonnie from I Understand org. Andy from the Collaborative Lab. Huge event tonight on the west side of the state where West Michigan meets Hollywood at the Collaborative Lab. Fabulous place. If you want all the info, if you want to watch it online, I don't know if all the tickets are sold out. They had a very limited amount of tickets. I do have the link I shared at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, or go to IUnderstandLoveHeels.org. So we'll talk NBA playoffs, we'll talk Tigers, we'll talk PGA Championship, and more. Superfly Hayes, good to have you back in studio. Except because we were around each other so much the last 36 hours, I didn't look forward to coming into the studio and seeing you. And trust me, it's a two-way straight. I know I drive people nuts as well, and I, I don't I don't hide from that. But it's good to have you back behind the glass producing 
Michigan's only statewide afternoon sports radio show. If you want to join in with us, I do have a Bush Light huge question of the day off of what I just talked about. What's your limit with friends on how much time you can spend with them? I'm curious from the audience. You can answer that Bush Light huge question of the day at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. What's your limit? I'll ask Superfly what his limit is. Mine, if you stretch into 48 hours, I'm not talking about seeing a friend for two hours and you hang out every night because you're playing softball, golf league. I'm, I'm together, together with friends. You're around each other. You can't decide on dinner. Everybody wants to go to a different place. Guys don't even want to sit together at lunch by the time you get to day three. You tell me your boundaries on time with a friend when you're there together. Is it 12 hours, 24, 36, 48? Some may say an eternity. But you can answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds us that when it comes to child abuse prevention, we can always make a difference. And we can do that starting now. Be kind and be strong for the kids who need our help. Be mindful of how much every child matters. Create a safe, loving environment for all children. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, we can light the way for a child who needs us. And we can do that starting now. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. 
It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Dan Hasty, voice of the Tigers High affiliate. The West Michigan Whitecaps will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the Tigers. They're playing decent baseball. I was surprised Eduardo got bounced around yesterday. We'll talk to Hasty Scoop Jackson from ESPNChicago.com on the NBA playoffs. Tim Stout on the state of Mel Tucker and Spartan football. PGA Rules official Mark Wilson, one of our PGA and LPGA insiders on round one of the PGA Championship at Oak Hill in Rochester, New York. I see Scotty Scheffler is tied for the lead with Corey Connors at minus three. Keegan Bradley through 14 at minus three. Bryson DeChambeau. Haven't said that name in a while. At minus three. Through 14. Ryan Fox. Two under in the clubhouse. Victor Hovland. Two under. Other notable names. Webb Simpson. At minus one. So four under is at number three under. With Scheffler and Connors. The Canadian. Mark Wilson. PJ Rules official later in the broadcast. Also with Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel. Let's go talk Tigers baseball. Dan Hasty, like I said, voice of the Tigers high affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? Bill, what's up? It's good to talk to you, man. It's about time we had a chance to talk about something positive with our baseball team. You know, and and with the Tigers, I've been surprised on both ends of the spectrum at times, but considering the roster, the money invested in this team, I'm pleasantly surprised what I'm seeing from the Tigers right now. I mean, the truth is, is, you know, their highest paid player is basically a $30 million hitting coach right now. And look at what the rest of the roster is doing. I mean, this is a team that, I mean, I think all we wanted going here, and we've talked so many times about what the range of outcomes is for this particular version of the Detroit Tigers, right? Well, I think we all just hope that they'd be competitive. I think they're checking that box right now. I think they've done a lot of things that are encouraging. If you're talking about laying groundwork for the years, I do think those types of things can carry over. Uh, didn't two years ago last season, but I think they're finally at a place organizationally from the top all the way down where they're focusing on the right details. And I think the results are starting to finally reflect that. Well, only three and a half out behind Minnesota. I still believe uh, Minnesota or Cleveland will win uh, the AL Central, but as I'm looking at CBS Sports and their 
win projections. The latest one says around 70 wins for the Tigers. Like I, I thought if they could get into the 70s, that would be a heck of a year. And they have some foundation pieces uh, for the future uh, in that lineup, uh, the everyday lineup that I like. And Eduardo was near perfect until getting just knocked around by the Pirates. And you have Baez. I, I said this last week, Dan, that you can't trade those guys until you're officially out of the AL Central race. I'm not saying you're going to win the AL Central, but for the sake of the Tigers nation, you can't trade those guys if you're going to trade them at all until you're officially out of the hunt. You know, I'll say this. I think what's happening right now is putting Detroit in a position that they haven't been in in a while. Not just from the standpoint of being competitive, but I think they finally, and in some years, they just didn't have assets to even consider talking about trading. I think they're in a position right now to be opportunistic. And that's something that they just haven't had in recent years because nobody's played well enough to draw this kind of interest. So, you know, you, you always listen. You want to hear what other teams are coming to the table with. And if there's something that makes sense, yeah, go for it. But, I mean, essentially, especially early, way before the deadline, like prices are more expensive because you're going to get that player for a longer period of time. I don't care if Eduardo Rodriguez can opt out of his contract after the season. Like you're basically, if you move him right now, you're getting him for basically the whole season anyway. So, I mean, prices should be a little bit more expensive right now. And they're in that position where they're good if they don't move. They're good if they move. I I think they're really in a spot that I've kind of wanted to see from them to be in for a while now. You know, I mentioned with Rodriguez, uh, the aberration uh, start against the Pirates. Uh, Lorenzen has been a pleasant surprise. I, I still have my concerns about that rotation and the sustainability uh, as they battle through injuries. But that rotation, I know we're only into the second week of May. I, I don't know if that rotation can hold up to truly make the Tigers a contender by the time we get to that trade deadline at the end of July. I'm not sure either, but I can tell you this, is that, you know, pitchers inevitably get hurt. And if they don't get hurt, maybe they get traded. So you think about the fact that they're doing what they're doing with the group they have right now. And then you remind yourself that Matt Manning is not in this rotation. Casey Mize is not in this rotation. Tarek Skubal is still on his way back. So you're, I mean, that's literally the majority of a full starting rotation waiting in the wings. And, Injuries are not uncommon. Every team's got to deal with them, and you just have to find a way to win in the meantime. So just knowing that the Tigers still have that in the cupboard, I mean, look, they're going to play competitive baseball. I know you said a 70-win total. I think it's going to finish north of that. I think we're probably somewhere closer to somewhere between 75, maybe a tick or two higher than that. But, I mean, right now they're three games under 500. If they finish the season three games under 500, they're going to be almost an 80-win team this year. Dan Hasty, voice of the Tigers. Hi, Philly, the West Michigan Whitecaps, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess I'm talking Tigers baseball. Uh, what, what Tiger will start with a pitcher? and I, Not Rodriguez, because, like I said, until that start against Pittsburgh, he's been just unbelievable. What Tigers pitcher has surprised you the most that you didn't see it coming this early? And on the flip side, what hitter? 
Oh, you mentioned Michael Lorenzen. I really enjoyed watching that. It was kind of a bumpy liftoff for him this season, but all in all, I mean, he's been one of the Tigers' best pitchers. You had to slot that rotation right now. Of course, Eduardo Rodriguez is your number one, but who's your number two? I bet it's Lorenzen. I mean, six innings scoreless against Pittsburgh the other night, seven strikeouts, and on a one-year deal. And, I mean, just thinking about it, I mean, how many years have gone by? where we've seen these pitchers come in on one-year deals. And about this time of year, the talk is more about should they even be in the major league. <laughs> now we're talking about guys who are, are not only fitting in, but excelling in those roles. So really, really happy to see what Lorenzen's been able to do um, offensively. I like Zach McKinstry. I mean, look, Zach McKinstry was essentially purchased for a bag of balls and bats right before the season started. And, and this is a guy that has that ability to play multiple positions. He's almost kind of like like what Don Kelly was, but with a better bat. And it's just so much fun to have a guy like that. And there's a reason that they're rolling him out there as a leadoff man pretty much every single day because he's finally translated what he was doing in the minor leagues, which he was doing for a long time. You look at a couple different organizations. He was with Dodgers, the Cubs, and now he's finally figured out a way to translate that to the major leagues. And that right there, Bill, is a big win for player development because it's hard to develop players, especially once they're in the major leagues. But I think they're doing it with McKinstry. Down on the farm, that road to Detroit, which, by the way, is your road to Detroit podcast back yet? I don't know. I, we haven't started it yet. So, uh, yeah, road to Detroit, uh, we, we certainly had a lot to talk about and, uh, you know, uh, in West Michigan, Justice Bigby ended up becoming the Midwest League Player of the Week. By the way, Justice Bigby is one of my favorite names in the entire Tigers organization. It, it, it's somewhere in the realm. It's not quite Joey Pancake level, but it's still pretty good. But he ended up winning the Midwest League Player of the Week. He was 13 out of 21. He had like six extra base hits, nine runs driven, and he was outstanding. So wouldn't be surprised to see him getting the bump. So between uh, West Michigan, the high affiliate for the Tigers, Double A Erie, Triple A Toledo, uh, who is on that road to Detroit sooner than later? Well, I think Cole Keith made a statement the other night. You may have noticed he ended up going six for six. He hit for the cycle. Ironically enough, he started by hitting a homer and hitting a three-run triple in the first inning alone. It was part of an eight-run inning. And after one inning of play, Colt Keith was already halfway to the cycle, and he had the two hardest parts already knocked out. So he ended up finishing that day six for six, seven runs batted in. He ended up just recently being placed inside the top 100 prospects in Major League Baseball. And... For what he's doing, he's a 21-year-old, and he's absolutely tearing up double-A. That's significant. The Tigers haven't had somebody like that since Riley Green. And I know Riley has been a little bit of a slower study at the major league level, but if you've been watching Riley, if you've been watching Spencer Torkelson lately, you've been able to notice that the swings are getting better more consistently, and we're starting to see that start to become – uh, just who they are as players. So they're starting to figure it out at the big league level. No one said it was easy, but Green, Torkelson, Keith, if you're talking about three core players in the next, I don't know, maybe two to four years, I think that's a great group right there if you're starting with those guys. Dan Hasty, voice of the Tigers, high affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, joining us 
on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, so five years from now, we, you know, Green Torque, I agree with you. Keith seems just to have that uh, masher mentality. Uh, with recent drafts, and you mentioned the Big B kid here at West Michigan, uh, what other guys are still project players but you think could be in the big leagues, let's say, the next two to four years? Yeah, I mean, they, they have a, a big collection of those guys. What was it? Before the season, Keith Law, who is with the Athletic, he rated the Tigers system dead last in Major League Baseball. And, and obviously, that sucks. Like, that's a blow. But to that end, they used to have all the star power. They used to have the Mises and Torkelsons and Greens of the world. Well, they don't exactly have that star power at the moment, but what they do have that they didn't have before are, are better lottery tickets, so to speak. I mean, Parker Meadows has finally figured it out. He's having a really good power display in AAA. like to see what that's going to continue to look like going forward. They, they have a few other guys, but I think the one thing is, is I don't want to bury the lead here. You know, Scott Harris and that new front office got a huge, huge bump when they won the draft lottery, or at least to a certain extent. They moved up a couple spots. And look, if you're a Detroit sports fan, you don't care. You just want to see your teams move up for a change in a draft lottery. They had the number six pick. They moved up to the number three pick. And the good news for the Tigers is that there are four really, really good players in this draft. And if you're only interested in a position player, there are three really, really good position players in this draft. Dylan Cruz from LSU, he might go number one. The second guy is a Florida outfielder. Wyatt Langford could very well end up with the Tigers at number three. And then there's a high school kid who's just considered to be the, the best high school bat that's come along in about the last 10 years. So, Look, I mean, they've got three great choices sitting in front of them. I think they're going to go position player, and that guy is probably going to end up immediately slotting in as the Tigers' top prospect. Not only that, but I think we see him in West Michigan before the year is over. I think he'll be assigned straight to high class A, and we could probably see him in Grand Rapids in about a couple of months from now. Uh, you can see Dan Hasty in Grand Rapids every home game with the Tigers' high A affiliate in the Midwest League, the West Michigan Whitecaps, also the Great Lakes Loons. For our listeners on 100.9 FM, high A Dodgers affiliate, and the Lugnuts and Lansing, are they still with Oakland? They are still with the Oakland A's. At least they're the Oakland A's for now. We'll see what they are in a couple Could years. be the Las Vegas A's. The Las Vegas. That's right. Oh, there you go. Thank you, uh, Dan Hasty. Uh, he'll be doing two shows at the Comedy Shop in downtown Grand Rapids. Thank you, my man. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> you got it, Bell. Talk to you. All right, Dan Hasty, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. A craft coffee brewed and canned in Grand Rapids. Now, brewed in GR. And the canned side, the Nitro Cold Brew, uh, is a natural wake-up Drink the official wake up drink of the huge show. Look for it in local retailers and also at roastumbercoffee.com. It's roastumber.com. Did I say coffee in there? Look for it, it's good stuff. Tim McCall, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, will join us before the show is over. We do have our Bush Light huge question of the day. After three lengthy days with friends like Skeen and Ballas and only 24 hours with Superfly, which is our limit, what's your limit when you're around friends nonstop? Your personal limit. Answer that question 
on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We'll have an NBA playoffs update. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com will join us. PGA Championship Round 1 leaderboard. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, one of our PGA and LPGA insiders. He'll be by and Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel. And our friends from IUnderstandLoveHeels.org and the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park on the west side of the state. They are hosting a special event tonight live at the lab and also online to bring awareness and also to celebrate uh, those who power through mental health issues. If you want to watch it online or be a part of it, all the information we have the quick links at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, or go to IUnderstandLoveHeels.org. Everything huge, 24-7 at TheHugeShow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, who joins us from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And Timmy, what's shaking at Soaring Eagle? Man, we have so much going on. Uh, you know, we're always having a good time trying to entertain uh, everybody coming through the doors. And uh, this month is no different. Saturdays in May from 7 to 11 p.m. This is really cool. You win your share of $164,000 in prizes and premium play. Hourly drawings. Way it goes. 7 to 10 for $1,500 in free play, which is amazing. And then at 11 p.m., one winner will win a 2023 Harley-Davidson Street Glider. And then on the 27th at 11 p.m., our grand prize, limited edition, 120th anniversary Harley Davidson Fat Boy package we're giving away right here at Soaring Eagle. So, uh, you know, we're feeling the summer is uh, now approaching, and uh, we're getting the Harley Davidson fired up and ready to give it away. So hopefully everybody come on and participate that Saturday here at Soaring Eagle. Should be a lot of fun, and always is. So uh, make sure you come out. It's absolutely free to get a Players Club card and sign up. And then, of course, Outdoors is happening May 26th. Our first show, Godsmack, with special guest Bullet for My Valentine's. And uh, from Ashes to New, that's a 7 p.m. show. Make sure you come out and be part of that. Brooks and Dunn Reboot 2023 Tour with my man Scotty McCreary will be in the house. June 15th, that's an 8 p.m. Thursday night show. So get those tickets, they're going fast. An evening with James Taylor, June 23rd, and his all-star band. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. And, of course, July 1st, Monster Truck Madness uh, happening here at Soren Eagle. And fireworks to follow at dusk. It's a lot of fun. It's great family fun. Can't beat the fireworks rival any large city. And Monster Truck's always a good time. Uh, July 9th, Sunday, Pitbull and Little John. Yeah! Uh, they'll be in the house doing what they do best, and that's entertaining crowds. So hopefully you're a part of that. Beer, brats, and burgers, July 22nd. That's always a good time. We just had tacos and tequila. It was amazing. All kinds of great compliments from the food, from the drinks, to the entertainment. Uh, you can't go wrong there. Five Finger Death Punch we added to the lineup July 23rd with Prevail, special guest. That's a Sunday night, 6 p.m. show. Special note, 6 p.m. Everybody write that down. Get that down. Tell a friend. Carrie Underwood will be in the house August 24th. That's an 8 p.m. Thursday night show. And then, of course, Disturbed. I'm so excited. Take me, take back your life tour with Stained. I'm really, uh, man, September 4th, big day. It's a Monday, 7 p.m. show. Uh, looking forward to that. And then we also have Ken Jong, November 18th. Uh, Wheel of Fortune will be in the house uh, November 24th. And we're going to have one more show to announce. Hopefully we can announce it on your show. Uh, next week, Bill, uh, for outdoors. Looking really uh, forward to uh, telling everybody about that one. It's going to be huge, uh, just like every other show I just mentioned, just like the show I'm on now. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, well, well done, Tim McCullough, the fun governor for the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Now, all the shows that Timmy just talked about, tickets on sale right now at SorenEagleCasino.com. You can book your uh, newly redesigned uh, guest rooms are amazing uh, at Soren Eagle. Great food options and new food options uh, on the way, like Ruth Chris. All this yeah. happening at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, right across the street from the casino property. You have the Soren Eagle Water Park and Hotel, the upscale accommodations at the retreat. And don't forget about their sister property, the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. 
For those of you listening on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, Timmy, uh, lots going on at Soren Eagle. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks, bud. Have a great day. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Get your tickets, check out the giveaways, promotions, and book your stay now at SoaringEagleCasino.com. On the way on this Thursday broadcast, Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, one of the best NBA insiders in the business. What about the Heat, Celtics, Lakers, and the Nuggets? We'll hear from Scoop Jackson, Tim Stout, on Mel Tucker and Michigan State football. It's going to be interesting this fall, what happens. In East Lansing, Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, one of our PGA and LPGA insiders. He'll join us. Uh, coming up, we'll look at round one of the leaderboard and bring you everything uh, from Oak Hill and Rochester, New York. 24-7, if you miss any interview, any hour, any huge opinion, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big Bad Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Thursday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We do have our Bush Light, huge question of the day. After a few days with friends, it can really get tired and you get ornery in a hurry. What's your limit on nonstop time? I'm not talking about seeing a buddy every night and having a beer or golf or... Well, I'm I'm not, or at work, that's not it. I'm talking you are with somebody nonstop, friends. I think what Superfly said, my limit's like 24 hours. I mean that. 24, hey, good seeing you, in and out, boom. If you're doing everything together. Because then you start arguing over the stupidest stuff. So you can answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, Mercantile Bank. Locations all across Michigan. Local bank, local decision makers, and a bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. I depend on Scoop Jackson from ESPNChicago.com, one of the great NBA insiders. He'll join us in a moment. We'll talk about the East and the West. Finals on both sides. It looks like it's going to be a Nuggets Heat final. I thought it'd be Celtics and the Nuggets. Still could be. But I give the Lakers a lot of credit, man. I do. 
That was an awesome game one. We'll talk hoops. That was Scoop. Also the Pistons. And the NBA draft lottery, I don't like it. NBA does it. NFL commented after the lottery, they're not going to do that. The worst team gets the overall number one pick. Oh, we're worried about tanking. No, 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 you're not. They're worried about tanking. Which, by the way, if a team does tank and they're bad and they get a superstar player, that means TV ratings, tickets sold. Isn't that good for your league? So you look at the Pistons getting the fifth pick, and you're like, oh, and I'm telling you, this is such a bad college class coming out. Pick five seems like what pick 25 will be. Just You have the worst record going in that order. Why? Why have a lottery? Why have a lottery? What is the value of a lottery? Well, we keep teams from tanking. Don't you want your bad teams to get better? Don't you? Let's go talk to Scoop Jackson. He's never been a part of a bad team from ESPNChicago.com, <laughs> one of the great NBA insiders in America. Scoop, we'll get to the East and West Finals in a moment, but uh, your thoughts on the NBA having a lottery for the draft instead of, you know, worst to first, lining up from one all the way until the end of the first round. No, you know what? I like what you're saying, and I, I agree with what you're saying, but I also get the other side, um, and, and I'm kind of like not really all over the place. But I'm split I'm split between the middle, and I think there's everything in what they're doing is correct. Uh, but I also see why they want to put a lottery in place because it keeps public interest alive during the course of the season for not just one team, for several teams. Um, at the bottom of the barrel, excuse the expression. So, you know, it's like, okay, Detroit is having a bad season, but still there's a chance. So there's still an interest with them, even if they don't have the worst record in the NBA. There's still, you know, a feeling of, um, you know, chance for the Rockets. Still a chance for San Antonio. Still a chance for Charlotte. Just from a public interest standpoint, it's good to have a lot of because throughout the season – you don't have to have the worst record in the league to automatically guarantee that you're going to get the number one pick. And I think that helps with public interest um, over the course of, you know, the back end of the season when you know you're going to be in the lottery. That being said, I don't see where there's a mandate being in place that you are breaking any laws as a franchise member of the National Basketball Association that says you have to try to win. <laughs> you know, if, if you, like you said, can increase your chances, you know, even though not the most from worst to, you know, uh, worst to whatever, but if you can increase your chances of getting that number one pick, of getting a high pick by losing, and there are players out there that you know can not only just change your franchise around but give your franchise a lift, then why shouldn't you be able to do that from a strategy standpoint? You know, unless there's some laws that you and I don't know about that when you sign up to own an NBA team or be a part of, be a franchise as part of the NBA, that by contract you have to at least attempt to win. Until they do that, then there's nothing wrong with tanking at all because it's a strategy. It's a strategy just like playing his own defense or 
fouling somebody on purpose because they can't shoot free throws and try to get yourself back in the game. Scoop Jackson, so ESPN like Chicago. I, see, I, I, see, I see both sides of it. That's why I guess I'm getting it. I see, I see both sides of exactly what you're saying. So I agree with you, but I understand, you know, why they just don't make it a – why they have a lottery system in place. I guess that's what I'm saying. And as I was saying, Scoop Jackson, ESPN Chicago.com, he knows the NBA – yeah, it's just uh, maybe it stings a little bit more when you know we're in Michigan and the Pistons, and you know you're just looking. This team is underachieving. I, I God, I don't know who's gonna, what coach is gonna take over. It'll be interesting. We'll touch on that in a moment, and but uh, and I want to get to coaches also about Izzo and the possibility uh, with the Ishbia connection. You know, could he be a front runner for the Phoenix job? Uh, but Job Moran, I think the last time you were on, we talked about this. Uh, you know, the latest, you know, Instagram Live or, or social network video, wherever it was, uh, just another stupid decision from a young kid who has the world uh, right there in front of him. Uh, wh- what do you think is his future? Um, are you asking a basketball question or are you asking a person question? Both, 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 man. I, I like to talk about the people, too, not just uh, – you know, whether or not you right. scored 26 and a half a game and, and you got a great right. windmill dunk. Uh, let's talk both. Uh, okay. uh, let's start uh, with his personal life first. And then uh, when is he back on the court again and will it be with Memphis? Okay. I, I think from his personal standpoint, I think what we're dealing with with John Morant is basic. And yes, it is immaturity. Uh, but it's also insecurity. And I think until we get to the bottom of why, what, what the insecurity that he's dealing with with him as a person, that has nothing to do with the game of basketball. Because I do think that's probably where his security lies in his ability to know that this is a safe place for him, that this is where he can be secure because he knows what he has the capability of doing within the basketball court. I think there's insecurity in everything else in his life. Like, he has no idea what he can do and who he's supposed to be. And I think that's what manifests itself in some of the decisions that he's been able to make that he's basically made uh, that have been a detriment to, you know, his basketball career. I I think he really has not found out who he is, and I don't think he knows. I don't think he has the capability of finding that out without, you know, covering himself with something that makes him feel like something he's not. You know, and at the end of the day, if you talk to anybody who's in any level of psychology, they will basically direct that to his insecurities. And we're watching his insecurities play themselves out. Um, and from a personal standpoint, I don't know if that's going to change until we get to the bottom of that. Now, the other problem with that personal thing is, you know, what... What type of effect is this going to have on his life? And this is where basketball comes in. Once it hits him that these decisions that he's made has affected his basketball legacy, not his career. They're talking about two different things. Not his career specifically, but his legacy. And the one thing that bothers me so much about hearing everybody speak on this is especially from the perspective of being a young black individual is everybody associates his decisions with the money they feel he's throwing away. And it bothers me because that instant direct correlation 
means that our lives and our value and he's only about and his value is only attached to money. Well, he's throwing away $30 million and he's throwing away $50 million and he just lost so many other million. Everything's attached to money as, as you know, as opposed to himself and his basketball life. So let's take the money out of it. And that's what I said his basketball legacy. When he sits back and looks back at 25 years from now, when they're doing an NBA 100, and he knows he's supposed to be in that 100, the same way Dame Lillard is in the 75. You know what I'm saying? When he looks back and says, damn, I'm not in the 100. And the only reason, Derrick Rose can blame it on the injury. Penny Hardaway can blame it on the injury. You know what I'm saying? All these other players that didn't make it can say this is something that was out of my control. When John Moran looks back and they're doing the NBA 100 and he's not in it, he's going to have to mentally deal with the fact that that's on him. He's the one that got himself out of having the true basketball legacy that he deserved, that he fought for, the one that he wanted as a kid. Kids don't, especially, you know, even though money has a little bit to do with it, you don't put that type of work in for as long as most kids do especially coming from urban settings, to put a dollar value on what it is you're going to do with the rest of your life. Yes, money has something to do with it, but that's not when you're out there on these playgrounds and these parks playing AAU, bust your ass at 5 in the morning conditions. You're not thinking about money. You're thinking about your place in the game. And what's going to mess up John Morant, I believe, is down the line is when he realizes that it was on him that his place in the game is either not being discussed or And that all plays into the mental capacity of what this and his decisions are going to wind up having on him. So, once again, we need to get to the insecurity issues that are forcing him to try to be something that he's not, that are forcing him to make these bad decisions and flexing the way that he's flexing to overcompensate for something that's not there, and looking at the fact that regardless of the money, move the money out of this, the impact this is going to have on him mentally when he realized he screwed up his basketball legacy. Not money, not content, just his basketball legacy because of this. Now, to the basketball side of it. Do I think he'll play again in a Memphis uniform? Um, I think yes. But when that's going to be, I have no idea. Um... I don't, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what the brain trust and the front office and, you know, of the other Memphis Grizzlies, once they get together with the NBA and decide, you know, you know, not just the value to the team and not just the value to the NBA, but what's in the best interest of him? Because I believe what they're going to wind up doing, and this is where I think is going to hurt his basketball more than anything, is that the first lesson in their mind are going to be like, okay, this didn't get to him. So what do we have the power to do to make something get to him? Because if they could really take the stance that, I don't, and I, I think it would be wrong, but they could take a stance that he just straight up lied to us. He sat up there and went through all this, that, and the other, and said he, you know, got the help that he felt that he needed, that he was going to make the changes that, you know, we all discussed need to be made. And in less than two months, he turned around and was back to doing the same thing. That means... Either he didn't get it or he lied to us. And hopefully it's not the latter. You know, but if it is the former, 
then what do we as a league and a team have to do to help him, you know, to get back on the basketball court as, as, as a different person as the one that we're, like, not letting get back on the basketball court? And, you know, it has to be a joint venture with the NBA because as much as it's going to hurt the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies financially, it's going to hurt the league, but not as much. But if he's playing franchise, you know, face a franchise with the league, then, yeah, the league's going to take a hit, too. Um, but they can't let that be a decision. They can't let that monetary thing be a basketball decision because if they're earnest about how they feel this kid is and if they're earnest in what they say this kid means to both the league and to the organization, then they'll put – his basketball interest first about what's best about getting him back on the court and how long it's going to take to take basketball away from him in this moment to make him make the changes that are necessary. Now, what that is, I don't know. I can't, I can't put a number on like 25 games, 50 games, a whole season. You know, I don't know what that's going to be. But, you know, um, I think it, I, I don't want to use the word significant, but that's, that's so open. But I could, I could, I could, Whatever the decision is going to make is what they think is going to be best for him to get it, for it to make sense, for him to really, really deep down and deal with what he has to deal with and make them feel that the next time we have conversations with him, he's not BSing us, he's not lying to us, and that he gets it from both sides. Not just from himself, but from both sides. And I hate to be long-winded, but we also have to deal with the fact of and this is something nobody's asked, I don't think. And it'll be a great discussion for you and I to have later on. Is this what he really wants? You know what I'm saying? I know he's only 22 years old, but he's making decisions that are railroading his basketball career, which we think that he wants, because that seems to be what everybody wants. You know, you get a chance to better your life and, you know, add money and add fame and all this. And the other. But if he not make a decision that he really you know, this is not important to him. Yeah, he wants it, but he doesn't want everything that, you know, you have to do to get it. He's cool right now with his life as is. You know, we need to really find out and talk to him and find out, you know, once he gets his mind clear, gets his head straight, is being the John Morant that we all want him to be what he really wants. He may not want this, man. He may not want the wants what comes with this. You know, but until we ask him to sit down and talk to him and have a real clear and concise, heart-to-heart conversation with him, and I don't know who's going to have a conversation with him, this, you know, the life that is in front of him may not be the one that he wants. And these decisions that he's making to position himself to be the person that he's presenting in front of him, in front of us, may be more important to him. You know, being that person may be more important to him than having that basketball legacy, but we don't know. Scoop Jackson, uh, ESPNChicago.com, great NBA insider. I like how he thinks outside the box. This John Moran story, by the way, per TMZ, the latest is Nike has removed all of Jaws' new sneakers from their website. Maybe just a message uh, to Jaws. Also, you mentioned the possibility of... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's more PR marketing. Yeah. I don't think they're going to drop them. No, 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 they didn't drop them. They just removed right. them and, you know, sent in a message and, hey, we don't support it. I, I get that because the shoe was one of the hottest selling shoes before this latest uh, video. I, I do agree that the one thing that will, you would think, and we're all on the outside looking in, 
would be a half a year suspension, would be that 40 games, would be the full year that you send that message, but also the NBA scoop, as you well know, they're in the entertainment business, and John Moran is one of their biggest stars. So what do you do? That's what I'm saying. But you, once again, you have to, I think, in these particular cases, look long-term. You have to look at the long game. And if the NBA and Adam Silver and the Brain Trust and Mark Tatum and all of them, you know, everybody who gets together to make the decision on this, understands that the long game is what benefits the NBA 95 and a half times out of 99. So you, if, if it takes him missing a whole year to get him to have 18, that's a smart game to play. Because you look at LeBron James's career. You look at, you know, Kevin Durant's career. You look at Steph Curry's career. You know, the longevity is what is in the best interest of the NBA because they can still generate money and generate interest by that player being on the court for a long period of time. So, you know, treat it like from their standpoint, you know, we're going to treat this like an injury where he may be out 18 months or he may be out for two years. You know, but our end game is to have John Moran on the court for as long as we possibly can because that's what benefits the league from the standpoint of the question you just asked. So if they treat it like that, they should be fine. You know, but the thing is not to try to – because we've seen this spring back so immediately, because it's only been two months, between incidents, they have to make sure that they play this out the right way so that there is longevity that they benefit from it from the league by having him on the court. Because, as Stephen A. says, he is box office. You know, not just for Memphis, but for the league. You know, and, and, and for the, you know, Nike's a partner with the league. So, in all parties involved, the long term is the best way to do it. So, if it's got to be a half a season, if it's got to be 50, if it's got to be the whole season in order for them to get it right, then that's what they got to do. What's the old saying, man? You got to uh, lose a million to make three? You know, if they got to lose this season to make the 30 million or the 40 million or the 500 million, I'm just saying money, you know, not attaching it to him, but from their standpoint, to get what they want out of it, because they're more about money than anybody else. So, yeah, that's the game we got to play. We got to keep the long game in mind. I agree, and that's why I, I believe a year would be the message to him like, man, you got to show us you're going to get your suspension. You know, uh, still be a part of the organization, uh, the NBA, but you got to show us that you're going to mature and be worthy of being the superstar in our organization that you have become. So we'll see how that plays out. Before I let you go, I have three questions. One, who wins the West, Lakers or Nuggets? Two, who wins the East, uh, Miami with an unbelievable comeback last night, or the Celtics? And Tom Izzo's name is on the short list to be the next coach of the Phoenix Suns. The obvious connection with Matt Ishbia, who played for him, and Matt Ishbia, uh, the biggest, I think, uh, Michigan State donor slash booster. So let's begin with those first two questions. Who wins the West? Who wins the East? And then we'll get to the Izzo question. Yeah, as much as I think the uh, Lakers are have a strong chance in, in, in getting to the finals, I, I, I hate to say this, I just think they haven't been together long enough. And this Denver team is finally healthy. And they had, you know, this is the first time I think they've ever really been healthy uh, and having everybody at playing max potential. And I think this has been on their mind for more years than it has been the Lakers just getting together right now. So I'm taking Denver uh, to come out of the West. Um, I, I, I just ha- I don't have consistent trust in Boston, uh, especially Jason Tatum. 
you know, he, he's amazing, but we're seeing, you know, the same um, up and down in his game to games. And I'm not, you know, putting him in conversation with other players we've seen have been inconsistent, but, you know, he against a team, you know, that's as good and coming together as Miami has been right now. And if you look at what they did during the regular season, winning as many close games as Miami did, I think they won more close games than anybody else in the NBA, you know, within five points this year. Um, you know, and, and, and the cohesiveness that they have, there's no room for error for, you know, Jason Tatum to do what he did last night in the second half and fourth quarter and to have another game, you know, where he, you know, doesn't – he ain't got to score 51, but he can't just disappear. He can't afford to have bad games, you know, two or three bad games in this series against a team this close. So I got Miami coming out of the, uh, coming out of the East in this one. Um, and in the Tom Izzo thing, I don't – it's nice to have his name. I think he may be interested. He may even interview for it. I'm not sure, but I don't. I, I don't think Tom Izzo wants a headache. I, I really don't think he wants a headache. I think he's been in Michigan State. I think his place in the college game is what it is. I don't think he has to prove anything. I don't think he has any insecurities about what his coaching legacy is. Where he's like, oh, I got to go out there and play. I mean, a coaching NBA to prove that I'm this great. Of a, I, I don't think he has any of that. And I think he's been around the game long enough and has had enough players you know, that have been in the league and he's connected to the league long enough to know that, you know, as great as it is and, you know, I, I don't think this be, yeah, as great as it is, I, I, at this time, I don't, I don't need this headache. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, this, going to the NBA as a coach coming from college, let, let the young folks do that. You know, let, let them have that. I, I am good. He does not need NBA players and NBA front office headaches. At this stage in his career, I, I cannot see him taking it. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, the best NBA insider in the business, joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line. Uh, one final thought, speaking of coaches and openings, a ton in the NBA. I think the Pistons are at the bottom of the pecking order when you look at some of the really star-packed rosters that a new coach could take over. Your thoughts on who ends up coaching the Pistons moving forward? That is a good question because uh, you have all this, you have all these rotating tables and rotating chairs and rotating movements of what coaches going where and who's going to sit out. In all honesty, man, I, I, I'll say this because I don't know if this is true or not because I, I, I have a hard time believing us in the media what's true and what's not true because we're horrible at giving our information at times. I do believe if Mark Jackson is seriously interviewing, then I could see him actually getting mad for the job in Detroit, and I think he would take it. But I don't know if he's really interviewing or not. But if, he, if it's out there that he's interviewing, I don't think he'd be yeah. playing. He's not playing it to try and get one of those other teams to hire him, is he? I, I think at this point, as long as he's been out of the game, um, I, I think he's willing to, like, hey, let, let's just get back in the game. I don't think he's looking for... An elite job that's going to get him a championship right now. I don't think Mark Jackson minds going to an organization that is going to give him the keys and, and let him build from the ground up. And somebody who tells him, look, you know, we know we did, you didn't get a chance to finish what you started in Golden State, but we saw what you were able to start in Golden State. So here are the keys. You start there with us. You know, and, if you, and he, I don't think Mark Jackson will mind starting from that position again. So... 
you know, um, you know, it's, and I, you know, I, I can, I can actually just see that happening because I, I can't see like a Nick Nurse going there. You know, I can't. Well, we know what Emay's already gone. He's gone to Houston, but uh, I don't see a Monty Williams going there. You know, I, I don't see Doc Rivers taking that type of step back. So, you know, and you look at all the other young minds in the game. You know, and some of the other assistant coaches that are, names are being tossed around. I just think for Detroit and what they have, if he's interviewing, I could see that just fitting hand in hand. I really could. And I wouldn't mind that move because I, I don't think when you uh, about Ali and other assistants out there, I don't. If there was a guy that the Pistons liked, they would have hired him uh, by now. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. Scoop. Uh, always love the conversation with you, my man. We will catch up as the NBA playoffs roll on and get to the finals. Sounds good, my man. Appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, back at you. Scoop Jackson joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. A craft coffee uh, brewed in Grand Rapids, canned in Grand Rapids on the Nitro Cold Brew. Look for it in your local retailer or at your local retailer or store online at roastumber.com. Bushlight, huge question of the day. What's the limit when you're with your friends nonstop on a golf trip, a sports weekend, whatever? It could be a wedding weekend. What's the limit, man, when you're around each other all the time? Answer that one, 866-838-4843. That's one, 866-838-HUGE. On the Mercantile Bank listener line, Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. His thoughts, would Izzo ever leave MSU for the NBA? And what about hashtag Tuck coming? Izzy Stout from East Lansing next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. He first came to our attention as the guitarist in the legendary band Traffic. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Dave Mason coming to the DeVos Performance Hall May 25th with special guest The Outlaws. Tickets are now on sale at Ticketmaster.com. One night only, live on stage, Dave Mason and The Outlaws from 111 Productions and Danny Zalisco Presents. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives and they can accommodate any group whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food and beverages just go to TullymoreGolf.com that's TullymoreGolf.com they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan less than an hour north of GR get more info at TullymoreGolf.com I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Hunter Moore, and football is my game. 
so we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, want to salute everybody from Mercantile Bank celebrating the opening of their new location in Saginaw. For our listeners on 100.9 FM, Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Let's go talk to Tim Stout. Stout on sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. The huge show is tape delayed and airs Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 in Lansing, how you doing, Timmy? I'm good, Bill. A good, a long time no see. We got some good weather now. It's a great time of year. I love this time of year, and uh, so things. When the weather's good, I'm good. How about that? And that's good, Timmy. The weather's good means it's time to hit the golf ball as well. I want to get to this Izzo story where his name's popping up on the Phoenix Suns list of possible replacements for Monty Williams. Uh, the obvious connection with Ishbia there. I don't think Izzo is leaving. A lot of people are asking me on the street, friends, hey, do you think he would take the job? Uh, what do you think about the Izzo-Phoenix Suns connection in the NBA? The day that Matt Ishbia took over as the owner of the Phoenix Suns, I saw Izzo, he came up to our booth at a Michigan State hockey game, so I immediately started, and I hadn't seen him, so I'm getting caught up. And I said to him, uh, there's no question in my mind that this – I have a little tongue-in-cheek when I talk to him. I said, you'll be the president, general manager, if you want to be the coach, too, for whatever length of time you want. That's your option. That's jobs for all your family. That's living in a warm climate. You have nobody that you answer to. Money's no object, blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, he laughed as I kept going on and on and on. Uh, so one of our staff saw him earlier this week because he was attending uh, the uh, NCAA men's uh, regional golf tournament that was played here at Eagle Eye in town this week. It ended yesterday, and Izzo went to at least two of those days. And it came up again from one of our other guys who Tom likes. And all Tom said was that he thinks that for whatever reason, Ishbia is enamored you know, it's not just the coaching job they have there. Their management. I knew Wishbia was sooner or later, unless they won the NBA title, that he'd let this thing play out. And even if that coach Monty Williams would be in demand elsewhere, which he is, he'll 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 change all of that, and he'll get his own people one way or the other. I don't think the question is whether Izzo's interested. I think the question is, does does Ishbia want to build his uh, franchise? 
around Tom because they are very close friends. Money would be no object. And his aside, he, I, it wouldn't, in my opinion, if there was ever something between those two, it would not be as simplistic as being an NBA coach. I mean, these guys are five openings now. They fire these guys right and left. What, what, what I would envision is that he says to Tom, you tell me how you want to do this. How long do you want to deal? The money's no object, blah, 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 the whole deal. I mean, if you want to, if you don't want to coach, you can be president, general manager. If you do want to coach, you can do all three and then give it up. At your, I mean, I think, uh, Bill, the whole issue is not what Tom wants to do. Whether or not Ishbia has thought of that or approached him or is conventionally going to go the NBA way with someone else, you know, I'm not exactly sure. He made a deal for Kevin Durant. You know, the one thing that might appeal to Tom where it was not in Atlanta, Cleveland, when those guys were talking to him, they were bad teams. This team's a pretty good team. If I had to guess, I would say Izzo will be still here at Michigan State. He was saying, he was telling one of our staffers the other day that he wants to get Michigan State fixed. And what I think he means by that, there are a lot of issues going on, unknowns to the public, in the athletic department. And I think Tom is aware of many that he has not passed on to anybody else. I've heard of it from many, many people elsewhere. There are a number of issues unknown to the public that are serious within the athletic department. And I think Tom quietly is, would like to figure a way to get a lot of the issues they have straightened out. I don't think he can do it, frankly, as the basketball coach. And remember, there's a big wild card out here because Michigan State's in the midst of looking for a new president. He reluctantly, Tom, is one of 29 on the search committee. He had first turned it down. Then they called him back, and he agreed to do it. But my sense is he's only doing that to get people off his case. I don't look at him being central to that. And the only thing I can see him wanting to do is to make certain that whoever the next president is has an understanding of college athletics at Michigan State the way Luann Simon did because they were very, very close and they had a lot of success when she was the president athletically. Well, since then, between, you know, John Engler and and uh, Samuel Stanley and, you know, and the current, uh, you know, the partial, you know, the interim president, I, I don't think those three have got a warm spot necessarily with the coaches because they think that these presidents have any idea whether or not the next president of Michigan State is going to be warm and fuzzy to anybody in the athletic department bill remains to be seen. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. Huge show, tape delayed. Weeknights at 6 on a.m. 7.30. Uh, Before I let you go, and you are as connected, and you talked about your people and everything and the vibe in East Lansing, uh, what's the status of Mel Tucker in terms of support within the Michigan State circle, outside of it, fans in the Lansing area? Where is it at right now from where it was a year ago? Well, if you go by the numbers, Bill, by what's reported, the verbal commitments for 2024 and football recruiting of high school athletes, Michigan, who can sign these guys in December, somewhere in the neighborhood of 18, and they may get two more today or tomorrow, and they're listed in some of these recruiting services, number one. Michigan State's got three. 
and they've lost. They yesterday they got one from Colorado who had been with Tucker his one year at Colorado, and then they lost two. One of them was a guy that was coming from TCU, and a week later he changes that from the portal. He's going to Arkansas, and then Coleman on a money that was completely a money basis. Uh, your guy Comp will tell you he thinks the money for Coleman at Florida State's in the neighborhood of three hundred thousand, and Michigan State was in the neighborhood of a third of that. That's his. That's his observation. He can speak more to that if you get him. I think if I, I think Tucker needs to get a, a real look in the mirror. He's got to figure out where his image is with the Michigan State following. Like it or not, the football coach at a major school, Big Ten, Michigan, Michigan State, you you, you got to have an image with the public. You know, over these 28 years that Izzo's been head basketball coach, Bill, whenever there was an issue over here, negative, positive, whatever, as you know, he would, you know, he'll he'll call you back. He'll yes. do the interviews. He'll clear it up. He doesn't need to have the. He gets the job. He gets the deal. He wants to make sure everybody understands in his view what the issues are that he's dealing with. Tucker is none of that. He doesn't respond to anything. You rarely see him. I think he has some internal issues of his own that he's dealing with. I think the fact that he lost some of these players to the transfer portal is because I do believe there is division to some degree in a variety of different degrees within the football building. And when you don't have a lot of people outside who who relate to you because they never see you, they never hear you, other than on Mondays before the game and then Saturdays after the game, you better be winning a lot of games. And I think, Frank, this is my own opinion, Every single time something that's a, a uh, an issue comes up regarding Michigan State football, all I ever hear about is the term $95 million. That's the only thing I ever hear, $95 million, $95 million, $95 million because that obviously was a, an eye-opening contract given the status of his career at the time and where it was and where it's been for him since then. When I look at their team bill, they had better get past the first two games between CMU and Richmond because the next 10 they have, in my mind, they have no lock wins. And I frankly believe it's possible they could have an equal or weaker mm. season this fall than what they had a year ago. And if that's the case, that just makes things more difficult for him. I think he needs a tremendous upsurge in public relations acumen with the entire Michigan State family. Because as you know, if you leave people like you, me, the media, the donors, the students, the followers, whatever, to their own devices to try to figure out what the state of Michigan State football is, most people right now would think negatively, not positively. And maybe it's because of the wins and losses. But short of that, I think that he has got to figure out a way to relate more to the fan base the following, and even if it's negative, figure out a way to have people understand exactly what's going on. And believe me, their fan base doesn't understand what's going on within football, and clearly there are other significant issues, in my opinion, in that athletic department that are totally non-transparent, that do not address with the public, and unless or until they do, I think this thing is going to get worse before it gets better. How's that? Amen, Tim. It's everything I hear uh, from very reliable sources. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports in the Game, 7.30 AM in Lansing. Timmy, I have to run. Good hearing your voice. Hit that ball straight okay you too bill good to talk to you talk to you anytime yeah back at you now tim stout's not gonna be hired by mel tucker as his pr guy anytime soon that's exactly what i've told some people here in the last week what i'm hearing a lot former players those connected that it's a mess behind the scenes it's a mess 
And he doesn't do interviews. I just told somebody this two days ago. You know, D'Antonio didn't want to do any interviews, so be it. You had to exit stage left quickly, and you even won a Rose Bowl. Went to the college football playoff. You have got not to bow down to the media, to the fan base. Is Mel Tucker going around speaking to Spartan alumni clubs? Once in a while, he'll pop into West Michigan. I know he's been here. The PR side of this. You know, you're making $9.5 million a year, and that's what Tim said about $95 million. People are that, That's a Spartan fan saying, earn your money as a head coach of Michigan State. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley-Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 Street Glider. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition Fat Boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Maybe you have a job as a dentist or a teacher or a student, but if you're driving in your car listening to this ad, your job right now is to drive. That's it. And that job does not involve touch screens or texts or scrolling through social media. It involves your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road. Distracted driving is dangerous and deadly. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police has one simple request. Do your job. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. segment here as a busy hour comes to a close on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. 
Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, our number three on a Thursday. Do want to thank Matt Golden, the team at the Tullymore Golf Resort, Dave Taft, who works for iHeart West Michigan. Said how'd Skeen shoot yesterday? I said he had a 78 on Tuesday. But yesterday kind of hit the wall, which everybody does in golf. Golf, the greatest thing about the game of golf is that it can just disappear. You can have the greatest round of your life, the greatest nine, three-hole stretch, and then you look like you never played before. It's amazing. It really is. The only other sport where it can go south that quick, if I had to rank them in order, golf, baseball, if you've ever played baseball, even Little League, where you go have a great three-for-four game, couple homers, or... You know, three great hits, and then you don't get a hit for like 35 at-bats. In basketball, you can go cold if you're a shooter, right? But there's nothing like golf where, you know, when you're a shooter and you start, you know, throwing up some bricks, it's not like you start launching the ball over the backboard all the time. There goes uh, Brett Hayes. Hayes now with the jumper. Oh, hit the scoreboard. You know, golf, you can... You're super fly. You get up there yesterday at Tullymore. You're ready to celebrate a great day. Around the corner comes the beer cart girl. You're hitting on the right side of the fairway. You yank it left and you drill the beer cart from about 180 yards away. I'm sitting there going, and no one yelled four because I think there was some shock that the timing was coming, that the cart's going right where his ball is, and I'm thinking, okay, so it's hole one. If Superfly kills the beer cart girl, I have to call Matt Golden, the CEO, at Tullymore and say, hey, Matt, Superfly's up here with skiing and ballast from the Wolverine.com. It's our... Spring football summit, but also, you know, the 21-year-old girl from Ferris just took a 180-yard hook heater from Brett's Callaway Maverick 3-wood. She's out cold. She's breathing, but she's out cold. That's why I love golf. It hit the tire, luckily. And ricocheted back into the fairway, and then I chucked mine into the woods. Why do we love golf so much? I mean that. What is it about the game that, like I said, Skeen went from a 78 to like a 61 and 9. I was ready to host like a tournament or GoFundMe page for him. And then Ballas decides to play unbelievable golf. 
I'm saying this right now, those little mini shots of Fireball, when Ballas drinks it, I think it's Magic Golf Elixir. I really do. Speaking of golf, Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, one of our PGA and LPGA insiders. He's part of the prestigious PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University in Big Rapids. We'll talk about round one, which I think is just wrapping up or close to wrapping up at the Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York, playing at 7,394 yards. Purse is at 15 million. Look at Bryson DeChambeau in the clubhouse at four under with the lead right now. Few golfers on the course. Scheffler at three under. He's finished. Corey Connors, a Canadian, at minus three. Victor Hovland at minus two. Ryan Fox at minus two. Keegan Bradley, who always pops up on leaderboards, at minus two. Sepp Straka at minus three. Nice looking leaderboard, but man, because of Bryson DeChambeau going to the live tour, you haven't heard from him. Forever, Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, calls West Michigan home. Like I said, part of the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University, a PGA and LPGA insider here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Yeah, I was kind of surprised when I looked earlier, Mark, that there is Bryson DeChambeau again. Hello, Bill. Um, Well... You know, as you recall, I think Bryson shot 74-74 and just missed the cut at the Masters. And, you know, maybe still had some lingering physical issues, but uh, he just finished his round maybe, uh, oh, about an hour or so ago from, from the delayed morning play. And he looks really healthy. And I heard a little bit of his interview, and uh, he sounds really upbeat. He feels like his game is back. And you're right, because he's playing the LIV Tour, we really don't get a chance to uh, to see him. But again, now we're going to have this dynamic, it looks like, for the PGA, just like we did during the Masters, of the PGA Tour players, DP World Tour players, and live players. And then uh, I love the discussion yesterday on the Golf Channel and their pre-PGA Championship coverage about uh, the live players in the Ryder Cup. I'll touch on that in a little bit. But back to that leaderboard from round one at the Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. Some notable names on the leaderboard. Colin Murakawa, plus one. Uh, after round one, Rory McIlroy, uh, plus one. Uh, again, the number we have at the top, you mentioned DeChambeau at minus four. Uh, from what you've seen from Oak Hill uh, today, Uh, What has piqued your interest? Well, um, I am fairly familiar with Oak Hill in that uh, I refereed the 95 Ryder Cup, and then I worked the 2003 PGA that Sean McKeel won, and uh, 2013 when Jason Duffner won. The redesign looks beautiful, but uh, especially what I'm thinking uh, as things will play out this afternoon, you look at the leaderboard, some of these bigger names uh, are in the plus two, plus three range, and they're finished. But these conditions for play the rest of the day are going to be good. There's hardly any wind. The course is in great shape. The temperature is going to drop off a little bit. But it, but and so with some of the players still out there, Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, uh, Phil Mickelson just missed a birdie putt. 
I think that it may end up then being hard for some of these players like Justin Thomas at plus two or Jordan Spieth at plus three. They may already be too far behind after day one. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, yeah, I saw Thomas at plus two. I did see Spieth at uh, plus three. What, what do you think's a winning number on Sunday for the PGA Championship at Oak Hill in Western New York? I think a lot of it depends on the weather, but uh, I, I, if the weather stays good, you, you might say double the score for right now and say maybe minus eight. How about John Rahm at plus six? He was my pick. Somebody just asked me, like, yesterday, man, who do you like? I said, I'll go with Rahm, man. That dude shows up in round one, plus six. Yeah, you, you really, Bill, maybe you should wait till uh, the end of the day Sunday and then make a pick. And I have to admit, <laughs> I, I have to admit, and you may admit this too, last week's winner, Jason Day, who really seemed to, you know, your listeners may recall, he just absolutely tore Whistling Straits apart when he won there in 2015, the PGA Championship in 2015. And, and I thought, well, gosh, you know, this Jason Day may be making a comeback. So now you've got John Rahm at plus six and Jason Day. Well, he was at plus five, and, and I haven't uh, seen an update. He had one hole to play. No, he's plus six. He finished at him and Rahm. My my two picks, by the way, that I recommended. Yeah, I like the way Day played last week. He looks like he's hitting it straight. You know, he's money with his irons. Rom can handle the pressure. He lives for the pressure of big tournaments and both. Uh, plus six, unless they come back and throw some crazy minus five or six or seven tomorrow, they're done. Yeah, really. And the thing is, is that uh, the weather's perfect today. No wind. Um, and it's hard to imagine uh, as difficult a course as Oak Hill is, and I think you'll hear sort of universally uh, among championship golf, uh, Oak Hill is really considered one of the hardest golf courses in, in, in all of championship golf. So it's difficult to imagine anybody shooting a really low number. And by the way, again, for your listeners maybe that have seen on television, we had the same situation when the PGA Ch- Senior PGA Championship was played in May at Oak Hill in 2008. That golf course is perfect. No divots in the fairway, but the rough is universally thick like it would be in the spring. You know, unlike a PGA Championship in August when some of the rough might be a little burned out. So it's hard to imagine anybody going really low based on the difficulty, historic difficulty of Oak Hill. Look at some of the big names and their numbers today. We mentioned Rahm and Jason Day at plus six. Kevin Kisner, plus five. Xander Shoffley, plus four. Tyrell Hatton, who some like to win this tournament on the odds number uh, before it teed off this morning at uh, plus four. Webb Simpson. Uh, at plus four. I mean, you can go up and down the list, Joaquin Neiman at plus four. Uh, Zach Johnson, uh, the Ryder Cup captain, uh, at plus four. I mean, look at that. They, they're getting tore up. Yes. And Finau, Finau at plus three. Yeah, Finau made a, I think he made a, just made a double. He had a bad chip. Exactly what we were talking about. Very difficult chip out of that long, thick, you know, and I think the rough's only topped off at about three inches. 
But as your listeners have a chance to watch over the weekend, when that ball gets in that bluegrass rough, it just drops right to the bottom, and you can't see any of the ball. And you'll see these players, even from, say, 200 yards, hitting a fairway wood, where otherwise sometimes from 200 yards, you know, they'll hit a six iron. Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So listening to you talk about the rough, talk about how hard Oak Hill is uh, in Rochester, New York, I I don't think DeChambeau's going to keep it in the fairway all weekend. I see Scheffler there at that minus three, and and that seems to be the name I'm navigating towards that comes Sunday uh, unless there are some crazy numbers that we mentioned earlier, Scheffler looks like the guy people should ride to the finish. Yeah, you could say that, but but as I mentioned, this afternoon wave that has really just started, Bill. So that's kind of what's hard. Uh, and and again, look at somebody like Justin Rose, who's really just getting his round underway. Uh, uh, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson. Look how well Phil played at the Masters. Um, uh, and so I, I think that this is, again, they're going to finish under basically perfect conditions. The only thing that will happen to them around 7 o'clock is the temperature will get back down into the 50s. Uh, but otherwise, so we'll just we'll kind of have to see how these afternoon players do. I think the, the leaderboard right now is tilted a little bit toward that delayed morning round. You know, they've all finished, but these afternoon players have only played a few holes. His name, Mark Wilson, PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University, one of the best in the country. Love bringing him in the talk golf. He'll join us in studio on Monday. We'll look back at the PGA Championship, talk about tournaments coming to the state of Michigan at the pro level, LPGA PGA uh, this summer. So, Mark, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Get ready on Monday, 3 until 5, in studio with me talking golf. Yeah, and then the other thing, Bill, that we can talk about is with Bryson, this is really interesting because I I don't know in any era of a PGA champion who didn't play on the Ryder Cup team. So we'll talk more about that. You got it, and you're going to bring up like stat of the day where somehow you're going to connect whoever wins the PGA championship on Sunday at Oak Hill. You'll bust out a 1922 golf reference. <laughs> I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to think of one for you, Bill. All right, we'll see you in studio Monday. My pleasure. Thanks a lot, Bill. Yeah, back at you, Mark Wills. That's cool. Have him in after a major. It's like the Golf Channel on radio. He's good. He knows everything. I swear, that guy, you ask him a golf question, he knows it all. Speaking of golf, Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel will join us coming up in our next segment. We had Scoop Jackson on earlier from ESPNChicago.com, one of the top NBA insiders. NBA Conference Finals are going on right now, so what you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Because the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up after downloading the app can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Forget about winning and losing with this offer for HUGE show listeners, new customers who download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code HUGE when you sign up, can make that $5 bet 
and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. If your bet loses... DraftKings will give you a bonus bet back in the amount of your initial bet up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, but only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Before we're done, I mentioned Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel in our next segment. And Andy Holtgrieve and Vonnie Woodrick uh, will join us. Tonight there's a special event at the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park, just north of GR here on the west side of the state. Along with I Understand LoveHeals.org, they're combining awareness on mental health and music tonight. It's a show where some tickets may be left for sale to the public, but you can watch it online. Uh, that link is at IUnderstandLoveHeals.org, and also on the Huge Show Facebook page, uh, you'll see the quick link there. It's pretty cool what they're doing, and we'll hear from Vonnie and Andy coming up at the end of the hour. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. Step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sportsbook app that you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today at Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. 40 games in, and things are starting to get interesting. After a 10-17 and 17 start, the Tigers arrived at the 40-game mark with a 19-21 and 21 record, just a few games out of first. And there are many signs they could definitely stick around for a while. With three good starts in a row from Michael Lorenzen, the rotation is coming together nicely. Will Vest has been dynamite since his return. Jose Cisnero is rounding into form. Add those two to the mix with Foley and Lang and the back end of the bullpen is looking strong. The offense just keeps getting better and better led by the two key guys who had to be better in the heart of the order, Wiley Green and Spencer Torkelson. Both are hot, both are on everything. I know it's only 40 games in, but isn't it fun to think about the Tigers playing meaningful games deep into the summer? Have you ever played golf at Tullymore? St. Ives. Have you experienced a stay and play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18th hole 
layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And St. Show, St. Night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Day one continues in Rochester, New York. PGA Championship. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel joins us. Just saw him on their PGA Championship preview show last night. How you doing, my man? Rex? You there? think we lost him, Superfly. Again, he has a phone at a golf course. Those things happen. Yeah, so it's pretty cool seeing Rex on the Golf Channel team coverage last night. And he's one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders. His phone could have died, too. You're on the course all day. Phone could have died. I hit the right buttons. Rex, how you doing, I my man? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, you know, those say uh, golf tournaments, phone coverage can be hit or miss. You know that more than anybody like I do, right? Uh, you have a lot of people in a very small space. You're absolutely right. But it's been a great day so far. Yeah, it has been. You know, I'm looking at the leaderboard, and uh, it's interesting at the top to see a name like Bryson DeChambeau that we haven't seen for a long time uh, atop a leaderboard. Uh, Scotty Scheffler looking like a guy that could win it on Sunday, and also some numbers uh, with guys out there on the course right now, like Justin Rose, uh, who was minus two at three under last time I checked, and in big numbers uh, with Rom at plus six and Day at plus six. So there you go. Welcome to Major Golf. It is. I think um, it was Jordan Spieth who said something yesterday to us that really hung with me. He said, This is a U.S. Open course. He said, They could host the U.S. Open right now. There's usually a very distinct, you know, maybe subtle to some, but a very distinct difference between the way the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open set up their golf courses and this year there is no distinction this you have the rough you have a very very good golf course you have fast greens it's firm i mean it's all right there well what's your biggest surprise so far and i know we got the delayed afternoon play going on uh but the uh, surprises rex hoggard from the golf channel takes 
so far from round one at the PGA Championship at Oak Hill? Well, first and foremost, Rom, you, you touched on it. I mean, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Certainly not John Rom. I mean, we sat down earlier this week to talk about some of the favorites, and you could have gone with John Rom. You could have gone with Scotty Scheffler. You're just kind of splitting hairs between those two guys, and there were very few others that you would just say, okay, yes, I would bet him as an outright favorite. As a matter of fact, I heard a couple of guys talking about the idea that a good bet was John Rahm against the field, and for him to open the way he did is kind of a shock. But again, and it's a testament to how difficult this golf course is. And I would say the other one, to a certain degree, is Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, we've seen it before, but as you pointed out, we haven't seen it in a long time. And disappearance, uh, that's live, that's play. You're a, a big hitter like DeChambeau. We've seen them. Sustainability. Uh, you look at that course setup. I do wonder, I was talking with Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, uh, here inside the last half hour, and I, I don't know if he'll be able to maintain it. That's why I kind of look at a Scheffler right now, and if he has a solid second round, could he stay in control and win it on Sunday? I spoke with Scheffler's uh, swing coach, Randy Smith, this afternoon because I, I was fascinated. If we go back to the Masters, he finished first the field in, in ball striking. There was nobody who hit the ball better than him at Augusta that week, and he finished last in the field and putting. And you look at what he has done statistically since then. It has gotten better and better and better, and certainly what he did today. And it wasn't flashy. It was the three birdies and the rest 15 pars. I mean, it was very major championship style of golf and if he continues to do that if he continues to trend in that direction it's hard to imagine a scenario where he's not either in the lead or very very close come late sunday afternoon uh, great leaderboard uh, the game of golf the pga tour so far this year rex even minus tiger who, who's dealing with another uh, injury or at least trying to recover uh, from another injury uh, the weekly storylines you know for the, the live versus PGA Tour, I just don't feel that animosity. I know behind closed doors and with the golfers it may be there, uh, but whether it's a, a weekly stop on the PGA Tour or a major, I just really love the storylines I'm seeing. Oh, I think you first and foremost would look at the designated events on the PGA Tour, and I would argue that they've delivered. They've done everything they wanted them to do. We've ended up, of the nine designated events that have been played, I think Scotty has won two and John Rahm has won three. So I think that's pretty much all you need to know. They're the two best players in the game right now. And then you brought up a really good point. Like the idea of this is the second time this year that we've had live players playing alongside the PGA Tour players. I actually went out and walked with the group that included uh, Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler. I-, I wanted to see him play, but I also wanted to see the dynamic between the two of them. And I can tell you the meanest or the most animosity between the two of them was you're away. Like there is no animosity between players. I'm sure there is certain, there's animosity between the leagues. There's a lawsuit between leagues. But I think when it comes down to the individual players, I, I think everyone just wants to compete against the best, regardless of what tour you play on. And I sense that in your uh, Golf Channel team coverage, they were talking uh, about uh, the PGA, uh, the Live Tour, and the Ryder Cup, and Luke Donald, and Zach Johnson. And I, I didn't feel this. Uh, you're with us or them, I, and they and they're all. Even Kepka was saying a wait and see, and and how the rest of the golf season uh, goes, or at least get into early summer, maybe through uh, the Open uh, in Britain. But you know, it, it seems to be dying down. At, at least that public animosity. Agree or disagree? 
would agree. I mean, look, if you go on social media, I think everything is going to be contentious. So I don't think that's a very good guide to what's actually happening happening in the game of golf right now. And I think everyone agrees that these players deserve to be here. And I think I made this argument to you before that Dustin Johnson, regardless of what tour he plays on, is still a top 10 player. Certainly, you look at what Bryson DeChambeau did this week. You look at what Brooks Kepka did at the Masters. They're still top 10 players in the world. Now, whether or not if they can find a way to get on the Ryder Cup, I think that's a whole different conversation. But, yeah, I don't see this being an issue at the highest level. And, and certainly, it's worth pointing out that just within the last week, those players who were still part of the lawsuit against the PGA Tour have all withdrawn their name. And I think that was a sticking point for a lot of players. And now that it's just tour against tour, you don't see that animosity. So what do you think about the Ryder Cup? Uh, will uh, live golfers be invited, uh, both on the European and the American side? Uh, definitely not on the European side. There's been some developments the last week or so, and uh, essentially what the European Tour has done is they have suspended players and made it clear that the live players won't be welcome or won't be able to play on the European Ryder Cup team. The, the U.S. Ryder Cup team is a little bit different, and as you pointed out, Zach Johnson have addressed it this week. I wouldn't imagine that Zach's going to go out of his way to make one of these players a pick if they don't finish as an automatic qualifier. I think the one exception would be Dustin Johnson, because I can tell you, I mean, for our conversation just now, everybody on the PGA Tour misses Dustin Johnson more than any other player who went to live golf. So there is a possibility, if Dustin continues to play well, he just won last week on the live tour, that there would be a conversation about making him a pick. I think the rest of the players, Bryson, uh, Brooks Kepka, anyone else, maybe Taylor Gooch, they would probably have to qualify, but they're still in the mix, certainly. What about Phil Mickelson, the transformation uh, here over a six, eight-month period, just physically, how he looks so different. It's amazing. He does look different. Someone put on Twitter the other day a comparison of what he looked like at Wingfoot, you know, a decade or so ago, when, when of course, he blew that famous lead on the 72nd hole and what he looks like now. And he looks like a different person. And it's sort of an amazing transformation. And uh, it goes directly to what Bryson just talked about this afternoon. Bryson has lost 18 pounds in the last 24 days. I don't know about you, but that is a significant turnaround. And it's amazing what these guys can do with their body. Speaking of bodies, uh, Tiger Woods uh, may be uh, doing work on his body the rest of his life. What's the latest you're hearing on Tiger and his return to playing in those uh, select tournaments? I, don't, I wouldn't imagine we're going to see him play this year. If we do, it might be later this year at his event uh, in December in the Bahamas. Uh, I would imagine maybe the PNC, the father-son that he's played with his son, Charlie. He gets to ride a golf cart. That's just 36 holes. That, that would be the extent. I don't think we're going to see him anywhere around. It's just he needs some time to recover. And then after that, I would imagine it's going to be what he's talked about numerous times in the past. I don't think we're ever going to see him play more than four or five events in a single year anymore. Rex Hoggard, you can see him on the Golf Channel. Read him at golfchannel.com. My man, appreciate the update. Thanks for having me on. All right, Rex Hoggard joining us from the PGA Championship, where round one continues at the Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York, on the western side of the state. Well done, Superfly Hayes, getting Rex from the PGA Championship. We had Mark Wilson, PGA Rules official, who calls West Michigan home, and also Mark is from the prestigious PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University. He is known as King Wilson the First. He'll join us in studio Monday at 3 o'clock to talk about the PGA Championship and what happens 
this weekend at Oak Hill. Next segment, we'll talk about a special event tonight at the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park, just northwest of GR. So the Collab Lab, and I understand loveheels.org, a mental awareness presentation that combines music with the celebration of people who are fighting through mental health issues. It's an amazing event. I think the tickets may be sold out. There is an online live feed you can be a part of. Just go to IUnderstandLoveHeals.org or I have the quick link on the Huge Show Facebook page. That's IUnderstandLoveHeals.org. Everything huge 24-7 at TheHugeShow.net. He first came to our attention as the guitarist in the legendary band Traffic. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Dave Mason coming to the DeVos Performance Hall May 25th with special guest The Outlaws. Tickets are now on sale at Ticketmaster.com. One night only, live on stage, Dave Mason and The Outlaws from 111 Productions and Danny Zalisco Presents. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The one, two. Right side, there it is! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Final segment on this Thursday broadcast on the huge show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. And back in studio, Vonnie Woodrick from I Understand, loveheels.org. And Andy Holtgree from the Collab Lab uh, in Comstock Park, where Hollywood meets West Michigan. Their online and in-person event uh, is tonight, and they're bringing awareness uh, to mental health and providing compassionate comfort and understanding for those affected by suicide or mental brain health illness and pain, and that's the mission of Vani and I understand loveheals.org and a big night tonight. It's a it's a huge night. <laughs> mental well health done. rocks. Mental health rocks. And that's what we're doing tonight. And I'm so excited to be here at the Collaborative Lab with my good friend Andy, who has put together a phenomenal show. Oh man. It, dude, the journey to get here tonight is uh has been interesting to say the least, but uh so worthwhile and so uh, the people that have been connected as a result of this. Michael Constantine, Tim Wheeler, you, Vonnie I, the I mean it's just the collaboration around this has been just such a privilege for us to be a part of. And we want to really encourage um I think we're close to tickets being sold out if they haven't already been. But again, uh we've had limited space and the tickets are a hundred dollars a piece. You can go to I understand loveheels.org to see if there's a ticket available. But we want to encourage as many people across the world that hears this show to go and watch it live stream tonight from 7.30 to 8.30. It's absolutely free. Uh, and learn about this collaboration and, and, and the way that we're bringing music and mental health together. So would the easiest way for those listening today with the night of the event, and like you said, tickets probably gone, could be a few remaining, uh, go to IUnderstandLoveHeals.org where you have the link uh, to sign up uh, to watch the online event tonight. Is there any donation uh, necessary to watch it online? Just... Uh, simple and easy. Go to IUnderstandLoveHeals.org and there's the events and click on and you can watch it tonight, correct? You got it. That's It's that easy. And we encourage everybody to do so and there's no donation. It's totally free, but we would love to see how much money we could raise to continue to support our mission. And IUnderstandLoveHeals.org if you want to watch the online event tonight. And uh, who will they be? They'll see Vonnie. They'll see yourself, Andy. But uh, from the musician side of this and West Michigan has a a fantastic base of, of top flight musicians who will be a part of that online event tonight. Cole Hansen will be live in studio tonight. Jennifer Bartlett from Locella will be performing live in studio tonight. Uh, we've got Carlos Cece. He is a world-renowned tenor uh, that will be performing live in, in uh, studio tonight. And Barrel Bones will be performing live. And then we've got some recorded uh music from uh, Gabe Hurley, who's a motivational, inspirational musician, speaker, and then uh, the one and the only Brian Vander Ark will, will have some uh, opportunity to sit down and listen to some interviews, and then uh, he'll be performing as well tonight. Wow. Recorded. Awesome. Recorded. Uh, still, it's Brian Vander Ark. It's Brian Vander Ark. Dude, the, the, the collaboration with him has been phenomenal. He's he's really been a great great guy to work with. Thus, the Collaborative Lab. Amen. Right, amen. Andy Holgrieve with the Collaborative Lab. Uh, the event tonight uh, with I under Understand, and it centers around mental health awareness. I understand loveheals.org. If you're someone who's been affected by a suicide or mental or brain health illness and pain, uh, I understand loveheals.org. And there on events, you'll be able to click on and register. It's free to watch the online event tonight. Vonnie Woodrick, job well done. Thank you. It's show day. Uh, enjoy the evening. 
uh, because you're bringing awareness and you're helping people going through that pain. Yeah. And you know what's great about this is that we're going to have fun doing it. Sometimes a topic is dark and heavy, but we laugh a lot, we smile, and we talk about each musician's mental health and their journey. So it's yeah. it's going to be great. I hope you guys tune in and watch watch us tonight. Go to I understand loveheals.org. Click on events. It's free to register and watch the online event tonight. And again, if you want to be a part of the I understand Love Heals mission, uh, go to the website. You're a business, you're an individual, uh, you've been affected by suicide or mental illness and pain. Uh, go to I understand loveheals.org. And there on the events link, you can sign up and watch uh, the event from the Collaborative Lab uh, tonight. Andy Holtgrieve, Vonnie Woodrick. Uh, enjoy the evening and thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank Eugene. you. Final segment on a Thursday broadcast. Thanks to Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. NBA playoffs are down to the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. They have a huge offer for new customers listening right now who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Because if you do that, you can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Just open it, opt in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA playoff game. If your bet loses, DraftKings will give you a bonus bet back in the amount of your initial bet up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. And like I said, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days. After issuance, opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. I like the Nuggets in six. Miami can play some defense. They may end up winning it all. Jimmy Butler's just been fantastic. I can't flip. I picked the Celtics to win the East. A couple weeks ago, I'll, I'll stick with it, but I don't have a good vibe. After they blew that game last night. Superfly Hayes tells me, that Mark Wilson, our PGA Rules official, has confirmed he will join us in studio Monday. King Wilson the first, the golf royalty. Do you want to check that leaderboard again? 
They were delayed this morning. They have some afternoon players that were tearing it up. Adam Scott is three under through eight. Bryson DeChambeau, four under in the clubhouse, along with Scotty Scheffler at three under. Corey Connors at three under. Adam Scott, like I mentioned, three under through eight. Sepp Straka is minus two through ten. Thomas Piters minus two through ten. I just saw Justin Rose. He was doing well. He must have threw up a couple of bogeys or something. Yeah, he's falling off. What did he do? Have a triple? Am I missing something? It's a leaderboard at Oak Hill. Yeah, so Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live will join us tomorrow. We'll talk golf. We'll get a Lions update, NBA playoff update. Tigers, MLB, and more beginning at 3 on 19 incredible radio stations across the state for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.